You're listening to the Brooks Snow Podcast, conversations to help you live in your true identity as the creator of your life. I'm your host, Brooks Snow. You have episode 103, The Art of Fully Receiving, part one, compliments and affirmations. It's common for people to feel uncomfortable with both compliments and affirmations. And yet the words we say, especially about our personal identity are fundamental to the law of creation. Now, if you're wondering what the law of creation is, go back and listen to episodes 95 through 100 for a deep dive series on how creation works. We block creation if we don't allow ourselves to feel the power words carry. We're going to focus in on how to fully receive the positive words people say to you and the positive words you can say to yourself. These empower you to be a great creator. If you enjoy this podcast, I know you would love my book, Living in Your True Identity. It's available in Deseret Bookstores and on Amazon.com. It's filled with 21 tools to help you live life as the best version of yourself. Thank you to everyone who has left a review for this podcast on iTunes. If this podcast has ever helped you in any way, will you please share your thoughts by leaving a review? Your support is what makes this podcast possible. Today's review of the week comes from Thrice Mom. She says, thank you so much for your podcast and your work in the world. I love, love, love how you combine psychology, neurobiology, and the gospel. I've had so many amazing takeaways, but my favorite right now is the idea of the importance of repetition. I often give up on myself very quickly after starting, and I'm practicing sticking with things longer so I can become them. Your creation course is even better than the podcast. Thank you, Thrice Mom. I'm so grateful you have enjoyed the podcast and the creation course. And yes, the creation course is even better than the podcast because it is a personal transformation program designed sequentially to lead you through your own personal transformation. The podcast here really represents whatever I'm randomly learning in my life right now. Both of them are helpful, but the course is infinitely more focused and practical. Now, if any of you listeners are interested in doing the creation course, you can find a link in the show notes. And for a limited time, you actually get a buddy pass and you get to have a friend do it with you. Now, I'm going to circle back to one other important mention in this review, and that is repetition. Yes, yes, yes. Repetition is imperative to creation. And it's a common drop-off point for many people who get bored or frustrated in those early stages of creation before you really start to see fruit. Keep this in mind today as we speak about the power of words. And remember that these two need to be repeated again and again to help us create ourselves into who we want to become. Thank you so much for the review, Thrice Mom. Keep creating and keep repeating. (laughs) If you want to be the reviewer of the week, please leave me a five-star review in iTunes and share your favorite takeaway so far. Now, if you haven't left a review yet, would you be willing to do that today? Just push pause in the episode and do it right now. (laughs) It really takes only a moment. 
and it's good karma. <laughs> Something amazing will happen in your life today by taking the time to send love to someone else. Doing good always comes back to you. So thank you for listening and for sharing. So friends, let's take a quick self quiz. How do you usually respond when someone gives you a compliment? Do you play it down? Do you deflect it or deny it? Do you quickly change the conversation? Do you apologize? Or do you say thank you? I think we all know what we should do, but common sense is not always common practice. From personal experience, I can tell you that saying thank you, even though it is the socially acceptable response to a compliment, it too isn't always comfortable. It is possible to say it without feeling it. The most profound experience that I've ever had with receiving a compliment happened to me 20 years ago. I was a missionary in Halifax, Nova Scotia. I had the opportunity to teach at a missionary zone conference. And later that night, my zone leader called me on the phone to tell me how much he appreciated my presentation. And he complimented me on my powerful insight and skill of teaching. Do you know how I responded to his compliment? I deflected it. <laughs> As a recovering perfectionist, I'm sure I took the opportunity to probably point out how my lesson could have been better and all the things I did wrong. But before I could get very far into my self-criticism, he boldly interrupted me. He said, stop. Just like that. <laughs> he flat out stopped my utterance. He then gently rebuked me saying, sister, I just gave you a compliment. What is the correct response? I was stunned. No one had ever done that to me before. I felt a bit embarrassed, but I humbled myself and I immediately said, um, thank you. <laughs> but it doesn't end here. This amazing missionary then went on to teach me the power of fully receiving a compliment. He said, sister, consider for a moment when someone gives you a compliment, it is God's way of telling you how he feels about you. I invite you to sit quietly for a moment and allow yourself to fully receive it. Allow yourself to feel the confirmation of the Spirit letting you know that what was just said about you is true. So there I sat on the floor of my apartment, clutching the phone to my ear, not speaking for a full minute. The wall around my heart and my mind had just been knocked down as I allowed myself to feel the spirit of his words. Still to this day, that moment fills my heart with profound gratitude. 
because I was asked to take the time to feel it so deeply, it is forever imprinted on my soul. I wish I could say that from that moment on, I perfectly received compliments. I have significantly improved by always saying thank you, but it has taken me practice to go the extra step to fully receive it. How do I receive it? I allow myself to feel it. This morning, a friend texted me a quote prefaced with the words, this is so you. The quote that followed was amazing, and it described someone of Christ-like character. But do you know what my first thought was? That isn't you. That is someone far better than you. (laughs) I'm going to quickly pause and insert that this statement came into my mind, not in first person, but in a second person point of view. Now, if you listen to the previous episode on prayer journaling, you will know why this is significant. If the pronoun you is used in the thoughts that come into my mind, I can know it's coming from someone other than me. In this case, it's coming from the adversary. Because the fruits of this spirit brought me feelings of shame and scarcity of not being good enough. As a tender mercy, the Holy Ghost instantly brought to my mind that long ago memory on my mission when I was taught how to fully receive a compliment. Instead of allowing that critical voice to continue giving me a list of reasons why I didn't deserve her compliment, I chose to say thank you, both to my friend and to God. I chose to sit with it, just like that moment on my mission. I chose to sit with it and fully receive it by fully feeling it, feeling it as if God were saying these words to me personally. It touched me deeply and reminded me of the truth of who I really am. You see, the truth of who I really am is the same truth about who you really are. While I absolutely have moments when I do not embody the quote that she shared, my true self and your true self, our divine natures, embody all the characteristics and attributes of God. He designed us to be like Him. We already have those qualities within us. This is our true self. When I speak to groups about the topic of identity, I love to pass around acorns. Acorns are the seeds of an oak tree. As a seed, they're simple and small. You can hold it in your hand, touch it, roll it around. But it's only when it gets planted in the ground and nourished that it grows into the majestic oak tree it was designed to become. Inside that tiny seed is perfect potential. We often toss around the phrase, live up to your potential. While I was prayer journaling recently, I wrote those words down on paper, live up to your potential. But I was quickly corrected by God. Up is not the correct word, he said. It's in, live in your potential. 
When we think of ourselves living up to our potential, it often feels outside of us. It may even feel unattainable. You have to reach beyond who you are right now. God said repeatedly in scripture that the kingdom of God is within you. It's already inside you. When Michelangelo was asked about how he created his sculpture of David, he responded saying he simply chipped away all the marble and the stone that wasn't David. David was inside all along, he said. He simply took away all the stone that wasn't him. Suddenly, the concept of living in your potential made perfect sense. When we live in our potential, we let go of the things that are not us. We let go of the habits, the thoughts, the stories that are false. And we lean into who God created us to be. Inside us is the seed of everything He is. Being like Jesus is similar to the acorn being like an oak tree. We already have this potential inside. It just needs to grow. So all the times I may have said, oh, I'm not patient, or I'm not this, or I'm not that, or any other denied attribute or characteristic, it is simply not true. I am designed to be all that God is. You are designed to be all that God is. All his characteristics and attributes are within us already. But we see it only when we chip away the stuff that isn't true. We see it and feel it only as we plant ourselves in the ground and allow those traits to develop and grow inside us. Planting ourselves in the ground is not a one-time thing. We have opposition to our true selves. I call it the false self. The scriptures call it the natural man. I have moments where it feels like I get uprooted. I uproot my growth process when I allow my false self to react or make choices that aren't good for myself or others. It's no wonder those moments feel unsettling because I've actually covered up my true identity. I feel ungrounded because I've turned away from who I really am. And I'm no longer firmly planted in the earth to become the mighty oak. I've separated from my true self. This is why I love the concept of repentance being a return Not only is it a returning of my heart back to God, I'm coming back to who I really am. It's a return to my true self. I'm planting myself back in the ground again. The purpose of my life is for me to become the oak tree. It's for me to become like God. This is my ultimate goal of creation. In my Law of Creation podcast series, we learned that spiritual creation includes what we see, say, and feel. Compliments and affirmations are words we say about how we see 
ourselves or others. This will serve the purpose of creation only as much as we allow ourselves to feel it as well. These words have power to cultivate those godly traits within. Now, the emphasis I hope I'm making here is to fully receive means you allow yourself to feel it. Feeling it is supported by allowing ourselves to personalize it and pause long enough to see ourselves the way the other person does and ultimately the way God does. So herein lies the interesting connection between a compliment and an affirmation. A compliment is someone else telling you a positive statement of how they see you. An affirmation is what happens when you personalize it. (laughs) One way to fully receive a compliment is to allow yourself to turn the statement into an affirmation. You are statements become I am statements. Now, I've had a ton of fun this week with my kids as we focused on turning compliments into affirmations. My daughter may say to me, Mom, you are awesome. (laughs) And I smile and say, Thank you. I am awesome. Now, I totally understand that it can feel hard enough to say thank you to a compliment, let alone personalize it into an affirmation. You could do this silently in your head, or if you're with people you trust, like me and my kids, you can say it out loud as an effort to fully receive and feel what is being said. To not feel is a result of a hard heart. A hard heart will deflect the words. It bounces right off instead of entering inside. Have you ever experienced this when receiving a compliment? Even if you say thank you, maybe inside your heart deflects it, either because you don't believe it or because you have a voice in your head saying it's not true. It's super common for people to struggle with compliments and affirmations because we harden our hearts against them and prevent ourselves from feeling. Feeling is essential to creation. And so Satan will do all he can to prevent us from feeling. Keep the heart closed. Keep the heart hard. Don't let this person feel the power of these words, or they might move into creation, do something and become something because of it. When we prevent ourselves from fully receiving and feeling a compliment or an affirmation because we don't think it's true, I want to suggest that this is the same difference as living up to your potential rather than in your potential. If I compliment an acorn seed saying, you are an amazing tree, Is this false? We know the tree is inside. What if I tell the little sapling tree who's only a sprout above ground, you are an amazing tree. Is this false? What if I tell the young oak tree that isn't mature enough yet to produce its own acorns, you are an amazing tree. 
Is this false? What if I tell the mature oak that was cut down to be made into furniture or something else to serve others, you are an amazing tree. Is this false? At what stage does this statement finally become true? Or is it true all along? Live in your potential, my friends. Fully accept the compliments you receive in your life, whether they come directly from God or they come through someone else. Either way, they're sent from God to remind you who you really are. They are sent to ground you back into your divine true self. You may not be fully developed yet. None of us are. You may have false self moments. All of us do. But technically, these words are still true. Our hearts may need to soften enough to receive it, but receiving it will help us grow into who we really are and who we can become. Receiving is a skill. You likely will have opposing thoughts come in to deny those compliments because Satan wants nothing more than to make you think you are not divine. If this happens, ignore them and let them go. The kingdom of God is within you. It's already there inside you. You don't have to reach. You only have to let go and allow. Think back on the compliments you have received in your life. It's not too late to receive them. Even if it's just a minute sitting on the floor, allowing yourself to receive it. It's also not too late to give a compliment. If you feel prompted to compliment someone else, remember you can be a messenger for God in so doing. Because our growth is connected to how we see, say, and feel about ourselves, God will find as many ways as he can to tell you who you really are. This often shows up in compliments from other people, or in a patriarchal blessing, or priesthood blessing, or in the scriptures, or in meditation, or in prayer journaling. In fact, I had a day a few months ago where I was feeling flawed and hungry for love. For the past several months, the words that I had been hearing from someone very close to me suffering from deep depression, all those words had been critical. Just like a compliment can turn into a positive affirmation, criticism can turn into negative affirmations. We can repeat those words in our head and convert you are statements to I am statements. I had heard so much criticism and I desperately wanted to be loved and accepted by this person, but they were not in a healthy mental state to see or say those words to me. So I got on my prayer journal and I asked God, will you please tell me how you feel about me? 
What followed was a treasure I hold sacred. That experience was transformative because I allowed myself to fully receive the words God had for me. When you learn to fully receive a compliment or affirmation by fully feeling it, you experience the truth of who you really are. God loves to tell you who you really are. So why don't we practice for a moment fully receiving His empowering words? Just as you can transform a compliment into an affirmation by personalizing it into an I am statement, the scriptures are filled with similar glimpses into who we really are. I did a quick search using the words, thou art, (laughs) to find moments in the scriptures where God directly tells us who we are. Do any of these sound familiar? Behold, thou art blessed. Thou was chosen to do the work of the Lord. Thou art faithful. Behold, thou hast a gift, and blessed art thou because of thy gift. Now, before anyone argues that these statements were given to specific people in the scriptures and not to you, I want to remind us that we are all acorns. We are all little oak trees at different stages of growth. These words are therefore true for everyone. And if you have a voice pop in your head that tells you that this isn't you, just let the thought go and hold to the true words of God. The more you allow yourself to receive it and feel it, the more it serves to plant you in the ground and nourish you in your potential. So let's take those you are statements from the scriptures and convert them into I am statements. Let me read the originals one more time. Behold, thou art blessed. Thou was chosen to do the work of the Lord. Thou art faithful. Behold, thou hast a gift and blessed art thou because of thy gift. So let's simplify these and personalize it. Those originals become, I am blessed. I am chosen. I am faithful. I have a gift. I invite you to repeat these affirmations along with me. You can either do it out loud or simply silently in your mind. But I invite you to take it to the next level and allow yourself to fully receive it by fully feeling it. Are you ready? I am blessed. I am chosen. I am faithful. I have a gift. I am blessed. I am chosen. I am faithful. I have a gift. I am blessed. I am chosen. I am faithful. I have a gift. 
So how did you do? (laughs) What did you notice? Was it easy to receive and feel those words? Or did you have any resistance come up? Receiving and feeling are skills that must be practiced. This is why repetition, just as we talked about in the beginning of this episode, this is why repetition is part of creation. It's the nurturing of the seed. Friends, I invite you to practice fully receiving compliments and affirmations. As our hearts soften to receive these words, it allows us to feel truth. And when we feel something, it leads us to do something, which leads us to become something. It's all connected to creation. See it. Say it. Feel it. Do it. Become it. You are a creator. Now go create something great. If this concept of fully receiving was compelling to you, and you wonder how to practice this, I invite you to take my creation course. The introductory lessons can be found for free on this podcast in episodes 95 through 100. When you're ready to go to the next level, you can sign up for the full creation course. The creation course is first and foremost, a personal transformation program. It teaches you how to use the law of creation in three main areas. First, your relationship with yourself. Second, your relationship with others. And third, your relationship with the world as you live your life purpose. This framework is so powerful that I feel called to share it with the world, and I can't possibly do it all on my own, which is why I have certified over 100 coaches to help support people with these principles. Whether you want to dive into the self-paced course or you want to work one-on-one with a certified creation coach, you can find those opportunities at thecreationcoachschool.com. You can do this, my friends. I am cheering you on.